This is a pilot podcast. It's for business leaders who believe their business will be successful by solving the world's problems. I'm Elliot Dexter. I'm a founder of management consultancy, Handpicked Society. We're known for projects that improve lives as well as businesses, such as reducing pharmaceutical development timelines for AstraZeneca and helping Sky to launch Sky Glass, the world's first carbon neutral television. Over five little episodes, I'm going to look at topics such as brilliant budgets, change leadership, future working trends and values driven consulting. I hope that you enjoy them and that they motivate you to create lasting positive impact in your business. Getting the right project budget. Have you led a vital project without enough budget? The benefits are constantly at risk due to insufficient funding. The stress of delivering without enough help can put strain on you, your team, and even your personal relationships. Yet, when creating a budget, the effort can feel like an unwelcome chore. Harsh deadlines, clunky spreadsheets, difficult conversations with everyone. It doesn't make you feel like spending more time on the budget. Yet, after 25 years of building, managing and spending budgets of up to a billion pounds, I've seen too many projects fail due to insufficient budget. Fortunately, I've also seen that well-constructed budgets get funding. Having the right budget allocated to the right things drives team success and delivery of the desired project impact. Here's five tips that show you how. Number one, build a budget with purpose. Good CEOs love to invest. It's true, I promise. Your CEO's job is to decide what's worth spending money on and what's not. They love to be presented with initiatives that help them achieve their organization's purpose. It's an opportunity for them to achieve the organization's goals and desired in external impacts. If you worked at Cheeky Panda and your boss was CEO Julie Chen, you'd know her mission. It's creating a sustainable alternative to regular toilet tissue. She does this by using fast-growing bamboo that isn't a food source for pandas and must be harvested annually to prevent the build-up of rodents. Funding a project to reduce transportation costs, well, it might interest her, but funding a project that reduces the carbon footprint of transportation is much more likely to get her attention. Your job is to know the organization's purpose, understand the CEO's beliefs and the values that sit behind that, and then satisfy them. Number two, build it bottom up. Yep, I mean it. Budget goes to leaders who have great track records. You need to deliver the promised benefits within budget year after year to build that track record. That can't be achieved with broad brush budgeting. Uh, I think it'll cost about a million or worse. 
add 5% to what you spent last year. Or we need to make savings, so let's take 10% off last year's numbers. There is no replacement for understanding what needs to be done and building the budget person by person, purchase by purchase, one software license at a time. I know this sounds painful, but it works. It has the added advantage that not only do you have a clear understanding of the cash you need, you also know how you're going to spend it and what needs to be done to deliver the benefits you promised to the CEO. You're now ahead of the game. Number three, use real prices. Have you ever organised a kid's party? People often start by saying something like, well, I don't want to spend more than £200. If you've done this recently, you'll know that helium prices for balloons have gone up. Kids entertainers are in high demand. There's even inflation on kids food. So most kids parties usually vastly under overspend their budget. If you wanted to accurately budget your kids party, you'd look at party entertainer websites to get actual prices. You'd call the party shop to get some balloon quotes And you might even work out how many carrot sticks, hummus and Colin the Caterpillar mini cakes you need and cost them up individually. You can do the same for an impactful project. Most suppliers will share their prices, share the problem with them. If they're a good partner, they'll help you understand what you need and price it for you. We certainly would. And we wouldn't dream of charging particularly if it's a purposeful, impactful project. Number four, get help. Let's face it, plowing through numbers, calling suppliers for prices and meticulously plotting everything in a spreadsheet can be a pain on top of everything else you need to do. But I can guarantee there is someone in your team that loves it. Prioritising them their time to work with you and putting the effort into getting it done will be worthwhile. A word of caution though, if the help is external, be aware of conflicts of interest. I know a senior HR leader who recently asked her big five consultancy partner to build a major project program budget. In the final version, every project got more expensive. She challenged the answer she got was, oh, yes, we've um, added our 3% annual cost increase and accounted for the promotion of 7% of our consultants. If you do the budget within your team, your purpose is more likely to be aligned and you're less likely to have this type of challenge. The final point, number five, never add fat, do cut and give back. The natural focus when building a budget is whether you have enough. However, resist the temptation to pad. It will surface in the reviews and it will damage your reputation. If you've built your budget properly, you don't need that contingency fund anyway. Any unforeseen circumstance like silicon chips cost rising by 400% a year will be understood and you can have a sensible conversation and solve for that problem. Equally, spend solid time and effort looking for where the budget isn't needed. Do you have to do that project that nobody cares about? It's always a battle to get funded 
and no one quite understands why you fight for it every single year. Cut it. Show that you understand the organization's vision and goals and build even more trust. Remember, cutting the weaker projects is far better than salami slicing all project budgets and putting every project at risk. When the budget is finally agreed, and I know it can take months, it's tempting to breathe a sigh of relief and shut the budget Google Sheet for another year. But keeping it open on your desktop can be much more beneficial, even if, or especially if, you've built your budget well. There'll be some savings to make along the way. Perhaps you find a better supplier who can deliver more efficiently, or you start getting great staff from referrals within your team, reducing the need for recruitment costs. Give the cash back and do it as soon as you can. An underspent budget at the end of the year can go down as badly as an overspent one. But timely givebacks throughout the year build trust in your budgeting ability and solve problems for others. When you need to go cap in hand all of the twists of dial, you'll be more likely to get the budget you need when you need it. If you need any help, sizing, scoping or costing consultancy spend for any purposeful project, let us know. We're usually happy to help free of charge and we're very transparent about pricing. So happy to share real numbers. Most importantly, good luck with that budget. Thank you for listening. I hope it was useful and that it's motivated you to create lasting positive impact in your business. There's more helpful tips, information and articles on our website. It's www.handpickedsociety.com. We all know that making a profit is rewarding, but making a difference really does change people's lives. Thank you.